0: You're listening to the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Join me and let's explore all things vocal, including technique, mindset, training, and performance, in an effort to unleash your full vocal potential. All right, welcome to episode two of the Visual Vocalist Podcast. I'm your host, Eli Prinson. Thanks for joining. Today we're going to talk about training with unfinished sounds. All right. An unfinished sound basically is a training technique that a voice coach like myself would use so that the student could access a part of their voice, a coordination in their voice, maybe not the finished sound or the beautiful sound they're going to end up with. They keep training. It could possibly be something very nasally, very overly bright, overly twangy. Right. a a weird, ugly sound that they're going to train with. And the objective is so that they can experience possibly something that they think they're unable to do because they don't understand how to do it. So a vocal coach like myself would, if I heard someone with a very breathy onset, I could start a very nasty, twangy sound from a closed place and give them different approaches to Access their voice without all the breathiness at the onset, right? Or if someone just could not get their voice placed forward or up or with extra height, we might use something that would initiate a lot of twang, probably a lot more, most of the time, a lot more than they're actually going to end up with. And so it's quite natural to ask the question, why are you making me do these sounds? I don't want to sound like Bugs Bunny on an emotional roller coaster. And I'll tell them, you're not going to. But when you you tell me I can't do this, I know that you can. So if we work with a really crazy sound, you're going to be able to access that part of your voice that's going to lead to potential abilities. And then once we start making those sounds and that range starts coming out from doing these weird sounds, then it's my job to guide you into polishing that letting go of the you know, excessive um, squeeze or strain or what is not part of the finish sound, right? Uh, let me go ahead and show you one of these, right? Now, I had to do so many sounds like these crazy sounds. My coach was you know just absolutely crazy with these because they work. He could have you do some crazy sounds and have access to extra belt range almost magically, almost immediately. So some of the very first sounds that I learned, um, unfinished sounds to train with, one of them was uh, people are pretty familiar with the cry technique or the sob. He called it sobbing in the mask. And we had a whole way that we accessed what seemed like instant range. It was insane. And then um, the mocking sound. Now, the mocking sound allows a singer to access more belt range. It allows them to experience a thinned out sound in the chest register and get a lot of twang where maybe they just didn't have it before, all right? The mocking sound. The way my teacher would explain stuff, there was always a little story involved, you know? It was just, he was such a a visualization vocal coach. I mean, and that's why this, this podcast is called The Visual Vocalist Podcast because My style that I learned, my main style that I was uh, taught by Al Cohen uh, was a visualization type of way of learning, Belcanto. Okay. So I used a lot of visuals, a lot of stories and things to get your mind to think a certain way and then give you these crazy sounds. Sometimes they were nasty, ugly, ridiculous sounds, but then they would somehow magically grant you access to a bunch of range. It was crazy. Okay. So that being said, the mocking sound, he would tell me, okay, imagine uh, you're a kid and you have a little brother and mom says, all right, take care of him while I'm gone. Y'all be good. Don't be mean to your little brother. And you're like, oh, I won't be. And then almost immediately after she leaves, you start picking on him, right? I know it's, you know, harsh, but this is the story. So he would say, you're sitting at the table. Your little brother doesn't want to eat his vegetables. So instead of telling him, why don't you eat your vegetables, or you need to eat your vegetables, you're going to be mean to him and start mocking him and making fun of him because he doesn't like his vegetables. He doesn't want to eat my vegetables. So you start mocking him like this. It's pretty stupid, but listen. I don't want to eat my vegetables. (laughs) So right away, you can see if you're listening to this sound, this is not a finished sound. This is, I'm not, I don't want to teach my students, yeah, I'm going to sing like this, right? It's not a finished sound. It's an unfinished sound. But if you listen to the sound I just made and the sound of my speech, right? So you know what you can tell by my speech, even though I talk a little bit higher than I used to for the sake of vocal health, I am a, a baritone or I would be if I sing classical music, I have a lower voice for a guy. Okay, But when I did that unfinished mocking sound, what happened? I didn't go into my mixed voice. I didn't bridge and connect. I didn't fuse my registers. I didn't go to falsetto. But my chest voice was much higher. It had a lot more brightness and compression and resonance. Because I accessed twang, forward placement, support. Right? All these things by making fun of, quote-unquote, my little brother. Yeah, I don't want to eat my vegetables. So where was that? If I look on my keyboard, yeah. It was somewhere in between B-flat and B-4. Right? Now, that's crazy. I'm a baritone. So how? what's going on here? I'm not in my mixed voice. I'm not in falsetto. All right? So... Can't you see why stuff like this would work in training, right? Like I told you in, uh, or if you'd heard this pod, or the uh, episode one of this podcast, um, I talked about extending the range and how when I stepped through the doors of my first teacher's studio, I was screaming to hit a G4 right there. And no matter what I did, my voice was not going to go any higher in the belt. No way, no how. I would scream until I tasted blood and I couldn't pass that because I was bringing a fat sound up where a thin sound should be, right? So what happened? If I tried to go any higher than that before, I used to just scream with a "Ah!" and I couldn't go any higher. So he makes me make fun of my little brother. Eh, I don't want to eat my vegetables, no! Boom, there you go. (laughs) B flat in full chest voice. And I, I I actually have heard other vocal coaches not not Al but uh, uh, some other coaches that taught SLS and I love SLS don't get me wrong just as much as Belcanto well maybe close and um, and they would tell me no you you can't do that you can't do that you can't go that high you can't you have to bridge down here and I thought well you know at that point in my life I was like why you know I thought it I was respectful but um, I knew how to get up there and not by pulling chest and doing you know, the sticking your tongue out, jaw wide, Wah! the way they'd always tell me that pulling chest was supposed to sound. So even doing an unfinished sound, I could go past some of those teachers, you know, their their chest, their M1 modality one chest voice register, chest register. I could go way, way past that, all right, from doing all these crazy sounds, the mocking sound. Nah, I don't want it. So again, not something to sing with, but something to train with. So where my voice was stuck down in my uh, uh, stuck down in my throat and mouth, now I could actually experience what it felt like to have the forward placement, mm, to have the buzz up top, to have some resonance, and to experience the, the main reason I showed up there in the first place, some more range. Immediately. Got it. Right. More range instantly. Who wouldn't want that? Right. So the natural question, of course, well, I don't want to sound like this. I don't want to sound like, you know, Bugs Bunny having a bad day. You know, when I, and of course it's like, no, this is just the beginning. This is so that you can experience this and now we're going to clean it up. Right. So then you might think, well, how in the heck am I going to clean a sound like that up? well, what's wrong with it in the first place? That's what you have to ask yourself. The first thing you discover is the good things about making that sound and the benefits, you know, the potential abilities and, you know, actually experiencing something that you may have told yourself and others, oh, I can't do that. I can only hit the G. And just now, you know, I made a ridiculous, you know, I don't want to eat my vegetables and hit a B flat four, like it was nothing as a baritone, right? So, What is wrong with the sound? Eh, eh. I'm I'm obviously sending way too much of that through my nose. And there is an element of squeeze going on. Mm, 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 Right? So as you're probably doing exercises, um, and this may make a lot of the exercises you've seen online actually make a little more sense. Right? So almost every teacher in the world, a lot of them, will do nay, 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 nay right for for a lot of the same reasons you know nay 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 real nasty again it's an unfinished sound nay 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 because if you're going nay 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 and you're going wide with your mouth you have no placement you're shooting tons of breath out and just um attempting to use volume to for range then of course a good coach will recognize that and they'll tell you, okay. <laughs> like minded. Alright, this is Bugs Bunny, you know, the doing nay. Eh, 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 eh. Right? And eh, what's up? If you do the first sound of and eh, what's up, Doc? Eh. That's automatically almost like a uh almost like a game show buzzer that doesn't hurt your throat. Eh. That kind of does a little, but it puts it right up where you feel it in your nose and you'll even squinch up your nose a little bit. Eh. eh. And what do you do? You start from a, with a little more chord closure and compression, okay. So then you have a thinner sound that's placed more forward and higher. Nee, 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 nee. What's up, doc? And it makes an E feel like it's nothing, right? An E four, okay. So you <laughs> you 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 do this for a while, and then it's like, okay, let's um let's take away the harshness and let's leave the goodness. And then you have a finished sound, all right? May take a little while, but you'll get there. Okay. So me uh, training hybrid vocal technique, um, I use so many of these sounds. It's it's almost ridiculous. And the sounds themselves are really ridiculous, okay? Um, you can't get on a vocal training YouTube channel nowadays without hearing about the cry technique, right? There's all oh, this revolutionary sob and cry technique. <laughs> I have to laugh because I'm thinking, okay, revolutionary. I remember getting being taught this in 1987, right? 1987, before the internet. It's how revolutionary, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, and the funny thing is is it really does work good. So I'm happy to see that it's out there and it's not just me teaching it cuz I've been doing I like I said I learned that in the 80s and my teacher learned that in probably the 70s and his who knows, right? Old classical technique's been around forever. But it it's the way you do these sounds and the way you clean them up that really matters because Doing the sounds, you know, and I'll just tell you exactly how he told me, unfinished sounds unlock access to potential abilities. Sculpting and polishing them create finished sounds that grant ownership to those abilities, right? So I wanna plant a seed here for all of you that either are interested in training with hybrid vocal technique or are studying with another coach or another system of singing. I want you to remember this, okay? I want to give you a a free tip that's going to make all the difference if you are training um, with one or more or even several unfinished sounds. If you can keep yourself from trying to do them too high, you'll have more success with it and you will shock yourself at the range. Okay. What I mean by that is, The way I teach my students is if they're doing, if we are sobbing in the mask or doing a baby alligator or the mocking sound or, you know, Bugs Bunny and his various (laughs) feelings, I always see people trying to do this stuff too high. They always do it too high. And I tell them, you're going to screw it up because naturally, you know, I understand this because I did the same thing as a kid. We all want instant access to the high range. So we get really excited. We'll hear our our vocal coach do a a weird sound. And we can see what's going on. And then we immediately just jump right off the deep end and go to the highest sounds. And then we mess the sound up. We don't get it right. And we usually flip right into another register or flip right into falsetto. All right. So this is something that I have been saying for years and years and years and years. about another unfinished sound being what I call sobbing in the mask, which is um, a form of what people will call the cry technique, right? I always tell everybody, what you have to understand about the cry sound is that in real life, no one cries in falsetto. Okay, think about that. You're upset, you're crying, and your friend tries to console you and you don't want to hear it, you might make a sound that it's like, man, you don't understand, man, just leave me alone. I'm talking. You're really upset. No one cries in falsetto. Man, just leave me alone. You don't understand, right? So if you do that, you're gonna you're gonna get it wrong. And that goes the same for all these other sounds. You try to do it too high, you don't. You're gonna miss out on all of the goodness, right? So with that sound, you think about doing it lower. Man, you don't understand, man, leave me alone! So I'm trying not to, man, you are understand! And mess the whole thing up and, and, and miss it. Bring it down in range. Man, leave me alone! Where am I? You know, somewhere around G and G sharp, with no effort. I'm just trying to talk while I'm crying, okay? A lot of people know about that technique, but it's, it can be revolutionary, I'll say that. But if you try to do it in falsetto, you're gonna do it wrong. You try to do it too high, you're gonna do it wrong. Okay, same thing, thing with a mocking sound. <laughs> you understand? You're not gonna do that, all right? So when you do these sounds, when you do any kind of unfinished sound, be realistic about it, okay? Try not to do it in falsetto because you wouldn't do that in real life. I don't want to eat my vegetables. Maybe you would, but you'd get it wrong, right? Man, leave me alone, you understand? I don't want to eat my, right? So don't try to do it too high, do it right in the pocket, experience the twang, experience that little extra range, experience, you know, cutting the air back and getting more height and zipped up feeling of the vocal folds with some of these sounds, right? So what are the purposes? Why are we doing this stuff? All right. (laughs) Some of these sounds are like training gifts. You know, they can give you a twang. They can allow you, it's almost like a subscription, you know, like a free, uh, free trial. You get access to twang. You get access to some onsets that are not breathy and don't go right in the falsetto. You know, you can discover and finally understand chord closure and compression. You know, you can use sounds to, to trick out getting into the mixed voice in register fusion, right? So it's like, why would I not want to do some weird sounds with my vocal coach? Well, you know, make sure that they're going to turn into finished sounds. Are they giving you something that you didn't have? You immediately will know. You'll know and you'll be excited. Okay? So polishing the sounds, we dial back the excessive squeeze, adjust the overtones if they're you know, if you're doing twang and it's too harsh., Of course you don't want that. <shrielly> Dial that back, get it placed better, get away from the nasality, find better approaches to prevent what I call the side effects of an unfinished sound, right? So think about how you set the sound up from the very beginning, from the onset. Think about that before the onset and toss out all the crap that you don't want after you understand and experience the good stuff, right? Right? And let me get, I love to give free free tips. I love it. Okay. So I, I'm going to give you one more thing. I, when you're doing some of these unfinished sounds, all right, you can borrow from other modes to begin polishing this up. Okay. So when I talked about a mocking sound to develop a stronger belt, Okay. If I had already taught the student sobbing in the mask, we could start applying some of those thoughts as we were doing it. So if I'm saying, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, I don't wanna, when I added in the sobbing in the mask the way we do it in HVT, I immediately started to shed the extra squeeze of the outer muscles of the throat and started feeling even more height and placement the correct way. Okay, so that's another little seed I wanted to plant for you guys and girls out there and trust in your coach. If you feel like he's good, he's got good students. He's he's got a great voice. Trust the process. Okay, it's it's really weird when, you know, when you first start out and your coach is telling you to make sounds like Bugs Bunny or a baby alligator. Mm, 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 mm. and you're like, what the heck is he doing? What? Why am I doing this sound? And then you make the sound, and when it fuses and connects, mm, 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 and you discover, wait a minute, there's no air coming out there. This is a, a focused, fused registration that went from my head, middle, and chest voice through a massive amount of notes quickly. Something's going on here, Right? All right. Well, that about does it for episode two. Thank you for joining me today. If you'd like to learn all of the crazy unfinished training sounds of hybrid vocal technique, turn those unfinished sounds into something wonderful, a beautiful, strong singing voice with massive range, power, and quality, then head over to hybridvocaltechnique.com and explore all of the vocal training options made available to you, such as HVT vocal training programs, private one-on-one online coaching with me, or even becoming a VIP member and get streaming access to the entire HVT training library, community, Q&A live streams, giveaways, legacy content from my teacher, and discounted lessons. All right, A lot of stuff in there. It's really, really good. So the choice is yours. Please make it today and let's sing. I'll see you next time.